the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Learning obedience through prayer. In prayer, through prayer, we learn to listen to the voice of God as it teaches us, corrects us, instructs us in righteousness, that we may be complete, thoroughly equipped, enabled to do all good works. Hebrews 5, 8, that scripture who in the days of his flesh, Jesus in the days of his flesh, when he had offered up prayers and supplications with vehement cries and tears to him, who was able to save him from death and was heard because of his godly fear. Though he was a son, yet he learned obedience by the things which he suffered. We are zeroing in on that verse 8. Though he was a son, yet he learned obedience by the things which he suffered. Being a son of God, being a son of God commits you to obedience and does not, does not exempt you, does not excuse you, does not spear you, does not shield you from suffering. Don't think, because I'm a child of God, I'm a son of God, I should not suffer. Now, I'm not just talking about suffering, you know, for disobedience. No, not suffering for disobedience. If you disobey, you suffer. But even that, the Lord is with you. Amen. But I'm talking about you are doing the right thing. You are being obedient. You are crossing all your T's and dotting all your I's and still, and the scripture says, endure hardship or hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. Because as a soldier, it's not a life of fun. It's a life of challenges. It's a life of roughness and toughness. It's not going to be easy. So he said, endure, endure, learn to endure hardness or hardship as a good soldier will do. So being a child of God, a son of God, does not excuse you from suffering. Now, again, think about it. What did Jesus, a son of God, suffer? Just to use the same, you know, rendering that the Holy Spirit um, put it in um, Hebrews 5, 8, though he was a son, not the son. The Holy Spirit is trying to make a point right there. He was a son, you know, in the days of his flesh. See him as one of you. See him as one of you. He was a son of God. You also are children of God. He was a son of God like you. He was a son of God. Though he was a son of God, yet... He learned obedience by the things which he suffered. So what did Jesus, a son of God, suffer? How much did he suffer? If you want to get an idea of how much or what Jesus suffered, if you read Isaiah 53 and the crucifixion of Jesus in the Gospels, you will know that. Or you will get an idea of what it was. Isaiah 53, if we just take a quick look at Isaiah 53 from verse 1 to verse 8, I will just read this quickly. Just to get an idea, just to get a little glimpse of the suffering of Jesus or the sufferings of Jesus. It says, in God's eyes, 
it was like a tender green shoot. I think this is living Bible. In God's eyes, it was like a tender green shoot sprouting from a root in dry and sterile ground. But in our eyes, there was no attractiveness at all. Nothing to make us want him. We despised him, rejected him. Speaking of Jesus, we despised him, rejected him. A man of sorrows acquainted with bitterest, bitterest grief. Not just bitter grief, bitterest grief. We turned our backs on him and looked the other way when he went by. He was despised. We didn't care. Yet it was our grief he bore. So he bore our grief, our sorrows, weighed him down. And we thought his troubles were a punishment from God for his own sins. Verse 5, he was wounded and bruised for our sins. He was beaten that we may have peace. He was lashed and we were healed. Verse 6 says, we, every one of us, have strayed away like sheep. We will left God's path to follow our own. Yet God laid on him the guilt and sins of every one of us. He was oppressed, he was afflicted, yet he never said a word. He was brought as a lamb to the slaughter, and as a sheep before her shearers is dumb. So he's too silent before the ones condemning him. From prison and trial, they led him away to his death. It's just a glimpse of the sufferings that Jesus went through. He suffered rejection, he suffered persecution. Hmm? Have you ever been rejected? Jesus was rejected. Have you ever been persecuted? Jesus was persecuted. Discrimination? Yeah, he was discriminated against. Opposition? Yes, he was opposed. Oppression? He was oppressed. Sorrow? Jesus had sorrow. Grief? Jesus had grief. Have you ever felt abandoned? Jesus was abandoned. Neglect? He suffered neglect. Discomfort, dishonor, physical pain, emotional pain, affliction, abuse, humiliation, shame, and the list goes on and on and on and on and on endlessly, really. These descriptions of his sufferings are not sufficient to be able to understand what Jesus suffered for us. That verse 6, 6b, Isaiah 53 says, Yet God laid on him the guilt and sins of every one of us. Yet God laid on him the guilt and sins of every one of us. What is that? What does that mean? How is that possible? What does that look like? How does that feel to lay on him, to lay on Jesus all our sins, all our iniquities, not just yours, not just mine, not just one or two, the iniquities, the sins of everyone, every human being that, are, that has ever lived, that will ever live. Now, that is beyond imagination. You might think, hmm, I wonder. But when you think about what the scripture says in 2 Corinthians, which, no, it's not too difficult for us to understand, or we like that. So we can relate to it, we accept it. 2 Corinthians 5.21 For he made him who knew no sin to be seen for us that we might become the righteousness of God in him. It's an exchange. He took all our sins and his righteousness became our righteousness. So all the sins of the world, 
all the sins of everyone, all the griefs of everyone, all the problems of everyone, put placed on Jesus. How heavy could that be? How heavy was that? And his righteousness, his righteousness, one who was righteous, his righteousness is now imputed unto every one of us. Unto every one of us. So if you put the two together, now you can understand what is suffered. That is righteousness imputed to us, our sins imputed to him, given to him, assigned to him. But not the sin of just one person. Not the sin of not a few people, but the sins of everybody. That is heavy. That is, that's, that's crushing. Not just heavy. That's crushing. That's what he carried. God is able to do that. If God is able to impute his righteousness to you and make you righteous and even call you righteousness, God was able to impute our sins, all our sins on him and call him sin. We're talking about learning obedience through prayer. In prayer, through prayer, we listen to the voice of God, teaching us, correcting us, and instructing us in righteousness so that we may be complete, thoroughly equipped, enabled for every good work. And Hebrews 5, 8, though he was a son, yet he learned obedience by the things which he suffered. Being the son of God, committed Jesus to obedience and did not spare him, and did not spare him, not but, not but, did not spare him, and did not spare him, did not excuse him, did not shield him from suffering. What did Jesus suffer? Again, he suffered rejection, persecution, discrimination, opposition, oppression, grief, abandonment, and all those things. Through it all, in it all, Jesus obeyed. He was not disobedient. In suffering, he was not disobedient. He obeyed. He continued in obedience. How did he do it? How did Jesus do it? How was Jesus able to go through suffering and remain obedient? How did he do it? How did he do it? We already looked at the experience at the Garden of Gethsemane. But what Jesus did at the Garden of Gethsemane was what he did throughout his life. From the beginning to the end, he endured suffering with prayer, in prayer, through prayer. So he was obedient because he handled suffering. He handled opposition. He handled rejection. He handled abandonment. He handled discrimination. Whatever the problem was, whatever the issue was, he handled it with prayer. In prayer, through prayer. So he was obedient. He learned obedience through prayer. Now let's consider a pivotal, a pivotal, a pivotal time in Jesus' earthly ministry or Jesus' earthly life. The beginning of his public ministry. The time when Satan tempted him. The time when Satan tempted him. And I want you to turn your Bibles to Matthew chapter 3, 16 to 17 speaks of the commendation of Jesus by his father. Matthew 3, 16 to 17 speaks of the commendation of Jesus by his father. And suddenly, this is Matthew 3, 16 to 17, and suddenly a voice came from heaven saying, this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. Examination leads to commendation or promotion if you do well. Examination leads to what? Commendation or promotion, if you do well. But many times, that's not the end of the story. Commendation or promotion leads to another set of what? Examinations. 
Hmm? Unless that's the end. You don't want it to be the end. You want to keep going. And if you want to keep going up, you want to keep progressing, you have just been commended for doing well with an examination. That puts you in a different position and some other set of examinations come. This is what happened here. Jesus was just commended by heaven. Hell just prepared some tests for him. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.